ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball Playoff Edition. That's right, we're back, we're here, and we're ready to go. I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. What up, guys? Like Mowgli said, we're into playoff basketball, like... Let's just get into this, bro. So many games right now. You're right, Malv. Let's get into it. So much has happened. But before we do that, we did just conclude the 75th anniversary of the NBA. The diamond anniversary, yes? Mm-hmm. A couple of regular season stats. I wanted to go ahead and let the audience know who led the league in points, rebounds, assists, steals, all that stuff, yeah? All right. Leading the league in points with 30.6. My guy, <laughs> Joel Embiid, <laughs> leading the league in rebounds. We got the Frenchman, Rudy Gobert, my choice for defensive player of the you year. You say that. You say that. <laughs> but it was a toss-up. It was a toss-up, though. Uh, Rudy, 14.7 rebounds per game with assists. We have Chris Paul still putting in work, bro. 10.8 assists per game. How do you like that? It's clean, bro. I love it. CP3 doing its thing, showing these youngsters. DeJounte Murray led the league in steals with two a game. For blocks, Jaron Jackson Jr., 2.3 blocks per game. Wow. Not bad. He was on my fantasy team. <laughs> Thank you. You got like the whole team, the whole <laughs> roster on your fantasy team. I know, right? Best moments from the 75th year. Malv, what do you got? You want me to start at the like most recent or like the most earliest? You do you. All right then. I'm gonna go with the most recent because it like gave me so much joy as a basketball fan, and that was Patrick Beverly winning a play-in tournament. Just that energy afterwards after taking out the Clippers, you know. And he just said, "You know what? F them. I'm here." And you know, like f it if he shed a tear, bro. I'm with that. Like he just have all that passion. We talk about players like Pat Bev. Like we just want more of that. But, like, I guess my award would go to, like, the person who had the best moments all year. It's going to go to Ben Simmons right there. <laughs> One, for getting, you know, $20 million fined. And two, for his former teammate, Joel Embiid, trolling him right after he got traded, which is the, the guy in the dead casket. It was it. It was over. I hope those are okay. I don't know if you want to like, yeah, those are fine. Like, those are yours. That's your moments of the season. That's all right, man. That's all right. Um, for me, I'm keeping it West coast. I'm keeping it Pacific division. I'm going golden state warriors guard, Stephen Curry mm-hmm. passing Ray Allen for all time. Three pointers made. And yeah, don't forget what he did in the all-star game. 16, three pointers clean. I can't even do that in 2k dude. So th- this is crazy. He's literally breaking He's molding the game just in a completely different manner. Uh, we also dropped our all-NBA teams on our Instagram. Guys, go ahead and check that out. This is all you, bro. You're the analytics guy here. All right? You're the Daryl Mowgli here. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Daryl Mowgli. That's my alter ego, this right? Is you. I, I place all my bets with you. I'm pretty, you know, like, so you're on point, bro. We're winning right now. For all-NBA first team 2021-2022 season, I had John Morant. Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. For the second team, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic. All-NBA third team, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James, 
Pascal Siakam and Carl Anthony Towns are all defensive team. Marcus Smart, Matisse Thibel. That one was a tricky one right there, though. I th- what, what do you mean a tricky one? I thought that was fine. Like that, that was perfect. Oh, okay, okay. What you didn't want? No, it, it was in either there? between him or or Drew Holiday. Or oh, I was going to holiday, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was like very, very debating that. One. Honestly, I know you didn't say it yet, but I would have took out your center here and put Drew Holiday instead, even though we can't do that. I thought that would have been a solid one for defense. Yeah, for Giannis, I would put up him. Oh, okay, I Mik- feel like- Mikael Bridges, Giannis, and then Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. You, you would have taken out him. Yeah, I, maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. After discovering that he led the league in blocks. So, uh, all right, that's that. Our all rookie team. Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Scotty Barnes, Herbert Jones, and Evan Mobley. Fight on, yo. <laughs> and then our final team, our pièce de résistance, our all-injured team, we got Ben Simmons, Kendrick Nunn, Kawhi Leonard, Zion Williamson, and Anthony Davis. We're cold for this one. See, we even put our own boy in there, AD, all right? We put two Lakers in well, there. Well, we, we don't discriminate. Well, Nunn had to stay. He didn't play one game, you know? like So he was obviously on there. But AD, why you do him like that, Mowgli? Why you do him like that? I didn't want to, bro. I didn't want to, but it is what it is. And if this team was 100% healthy, I would take my shots with this team. Oh, yeah. Because defense locked down. You got first team, all NBA, and then you have all defense as well. Yeah, yeah. Very solid team. Very solid team. Uh, let us know what you guys think at Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. And yeah, let's get into the playoffs now, Yes. The play-in recap, I still consider that the playoffs because the intensity there was was all the way there. What did you think of that? Well, I guess because one of my moments came in there, it was pretty solid. <laughs> so the Pat Beverly and the Timberwolves beat the Clippers, you know, with Paul George, no Kawhi still. And to be honest, like, these were fun. I think this is why they put the, the play-in tournament for teams like this, for players like Pat Bev, you know, who, like, are inching into the playoffs and just need that extra spark, maybe that extra game to help them through. And to be honest, I think it's a, uh, it's a success for me so far. No other team needed that more than the Pelicans. They needed that win. Yeah, and I mean, we'll talk about them in a little bit, though, but uh, good on the Pelicans. Switching back to the Timberwolves versus Clippers, though, was that your favorite game of the playing tournament? I would say, yeah. How about you? That was up there. Uh, I had Nets versus Cavs as well. Kyrie Irving, you know, what was he perfect from the half? And then the Pelicans versus the Clippers. Those were probably my top three games. Uh, no play in P for that one under some health and safety protocols. So, you know, just another season of the Clippers. Just like, wow. No, it was a, it was a decent ending, though. Like, come on. Like, they were fighting all year. I didn't I didn't get them passing this. I didn't. Well, I didn't really want them to pass the play in, you know. So for me as a Laker fan and a hater, pure hater, this was good. I was looking. I was looking further down the road, and uh, the winner of that series, the winner of the Pelicans versus the Clippers, was going to be playing Phoenix in the first round. And I thought that the Clippers, given that they are a Pacific Division rival, given the fact that you know Kawhi Leonard was like, "Whoa, is he going to come back for that?" Uh, I would favor them. I would. I would have favored them more compared to the Pelicans. But now, Malv, that has completely changed. And let's go ahead and talk about that. Our round one recap so far, right? Mm-hmm. So in the Western Conference. We have the number one seed Phoenix Suns versus the number eight seed New Orleans Pelicans. The series is tied 1-1. New Orleans, they're not scared, dude. These Pelicans, they're playing hard. A uh, bunch of rookies, bunch of youngsters. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. What are you seeing? 
What are you uh, liking? Well, I'm liking that. Well, I'm not liking it. We, 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 we I'm going to tell everybody how we were coming up with our notes. Yes. You know, the day before this. And I was like, you know what? The Suns should smash. You know, there's no way they should lose against the Pelicans. You brought it up before the game even happened. You were talking about how Brandon Ingram needed to unleash. And I showed you for game two. Hey, there was no Devin Booker, but he still took advantage. Booker did ball in the first half. He had 31 and then that fist bump with the baby. Do you see that? I saw, yeah, I saw that one. Everybody, the Browns. Oh my goodness, that was adorable though. Everybody had notes on it. Everywhere, like, look at him with the baby, you know. And <laughs> the that's rapper, why, cause, yeah, because that's what was the clickbait first. I was like, wait, the baby ain't here for. Yes, well, recap in game two, the Pelicans win that game, one twenty-five to one fourteen. Brandon Ingram, thirty-seven points, eleven rebounds, nine assists. CJ McCollum, twenty-three, eight, and nine. I was saying yesterday, this makes Zion Williamson expendable. I think his lack of, you know, communication with the, the Pelicans franchise about his status of his injury, mm. uh, he always felt distant. I always wanted Brandon Ingram to be the star of a team, Malv. And when I had drafted him in fantasy, Zion's rookie year, and he was out that first half, he was killing it for my team. And then when Zion came back, it was just like he kind of stumbled a little bit. Uh, I think Brandon Ingram has proven with the playing games and so far right now with the playoffs, he is a number one player. CJ McCollum was a backup to Damian Lillard. Uh, now he can be a backup, a mentor to all these young players with the Pelicans. There's a bright future for them. Looking ahead to Zion Williamson, I know he wanted to go to New York right there. You know, there's some rumblings about Julius Randle. Maybe, you know, you can interchange those pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm not that much of a Daryl Mowgli, so uh, I'm not sure if that can work or not, but I like this team better without Zion. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm with you. And before this, I had it that, like, the Suns are supposed to smash through this. Now, we've said it before. If there's no Booker and no CP3, they're probably not going to go that far. They might squeak out this first round, but you don't want to just squeak out the first round. You kind of want to just smash through it and rest, you know? Booker suffered a hamstring injury. He had a previous hamstring injury during the regular season. They, they, they treaded water, but it's a completely different game in the playoffs. Booker is out indefinitely. He's going to be out for at least game three and game four. So injuries, dude, injuries. This isn't the only series where injuries play a major factor, Malv. We'll get into the other ones in a bit. Uh, But what are your predictions? My first predictions were a sweep or a gentleman. But now, depending on what happens, I'm going to say six, maybe seven, maybe. For Phoenix? For Phoenix. I had Phoenix in six as well. Yeah. All right. Wow. We're on the same page there. Wow. Moving on to the next series, the number two Memphis Grizzlies versus the number seven Minnesota Timberwolves. This is my favorite series so far, Malv. I right. love it. The Grizzlies come back after a disappointing game one. They tie the series 124 to 96. John Morant. Near triple double. Come on, bro. Like he just came through with it. He had 23 points, 10 assists, and nine rebounds. I'm hoping that Ernie Johnson's facts were right. But he was saying that these two were the top uh, scoring teams in the NBA and the two youngest. So, like, you see it right now. Like, they're hey, going Ernie at ain't it. wrong ever, okay? Hey, I don't know that. <laughs> Just because he wears a bow tie, all right, doesn't mean he's always right. <laughs> but, yeah, for this game, especially game two, they were out of it game one. That was Anthony Edwards' game. But for this one, it was just like I felt that everybody in the Grizzlies were in it. Everybody had their touches. Everybody came up with points and... Like you said, bro, that this wasn't their time to lose. Like, you have to take advantage of the time you have, and 
don't let all the fucking shit crumble right at the beginning. You mentioned Anthony Edwards earlier. Dude, his game one was insane. He had 36 points on his playoff debut, but the confidence he had, just like the swagger, I think he is the franchise player of the Wolves. I think he has surpassed Carl Anthony Towns as the franchise player Good. of the Wolves. <laughs> Drop him. Run him out the league. He's expendable. <laughs> Get rid of him. Minnesota did do their job, though. They stole a home game. You know, it's not a series until the home game loses, right? That's what they say. What are you seeing? What are your predictions for this? This is the honestly the only one net in the West that I feel might for sure go the seven. I, I agree. Feel be, I think it might be just here. Like, game seven is going to be the definitive. I want to go with the Grizzlies, but I feel each game is going to be next person. All right, no, now I win. All right, no, no, my turn, you know, and it's not going to be till the end. You know, I can't fucking diss Carl Anthony Towns with his fucking shooting, you know, even though he has been bad. He, he was bad during the mm. playing game. Don't forget, he fouled out, and then Anthony Edwards took over right there, too. D'Angelo Russell, mm. he balled as well in the playing game. Um, but, yeah, it has been a little bit disappointing for Cat. I think he'll bounce back out of that. And going to the Grizzlies, though, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jonas Valanciunas. Dude, Desmond Bain's arms. I, <laughs> he's swole, bro. You know what he reminds me of? Mm. He reminds me of a pit bull, like literally. Oh, like the like, like, like off the DMX album. Yes, like, what, yes, like, the like, like yeah. how how swollen his arms are, and that's yeah. every time I see him, he's a really good shooter, very good young player. As for my prediction, I think it's also going seven, Malv. I want the Grizzlies to win, but I wouldn't be surprised because they're, because they're so young. Because both teams are so young, right? Uh, um, it's anybody's. Yeah, it could be anyone's. All right, moving on to the number three versus number six. The Golden State Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets. Gold-blooded. <laughs> yeah, I, those shirts were sick, though. I love it. I love it. If I can wear other fans' gear, you guys have, I know you guys can't hate. The gold-blooded shirts that the Warriors are wearing, wearing right now are sick. But I definitely, definitely need to see them make, like, a, a pool shirt. I don't even know, like, a pool splash shirt or something like that because, hey, they're balling out right now. They were doing so crappy, like, at the end of the year. They were obviously floating with Steph Curry, and, like, they're continuing to do well with him on the bench. Come on, Westbrook. Take some pointers. Oh, <laughs> shit. Curry was injured, remember, Malv, and then he came back. We didn't expect him to come back for round one. He played game one. He was okay, but game two, him and Jordan Poole, the splash cousin, right? Uh, Steph Curry dropped 34 off the bench. Jordan Poole, 29. How is he not a finalist for most improved player? What? Ridiculous. Draymond Green, he said it himself, too. Not even too. nominated. Yeah, not even yeah. nominated. No respect, right? No respect. Shout out to Rodney Dangerfield for that one, yo. Uh, Nikola Jokic, he's getting frustrated, getting kicked out of the game. Mm-hmm. The the internal turmoil with, with, the, with the Nuggets, you know, DeMarcus Cousins. What are you seeing in this? Well, for sure, right when you're going to say that was going to be mine. Like, even though the Joker had 26 points and 11 rebounds, like, you could just tell they got him out of his element now. And it just shows you how good Golden the Golden State Warriors are, and especially Curry, right? Shout out to Poole. He's making that money for next season. Like, he's showing, like, you need me. And, like, the Joker, I think, feels like, hey, I need people to help me, and he's not getting it. What would you think of that little little butt tap from Gary Payton the second? That's what you got to get full of that GP. Like, and see, that's what it was. It was just getting in his head more, you know, just like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Like the Warriors are leading that series two zero, but I think that sparked a fire underneath them. I still have the Warriors though winning in five. What are your predictions? I want to still say like, I'm hoping for it. I want to say this, this one and another one in the Eastern conference might be the one skunk. I think this might be swept and this is going to be good for the fucking golden state morale. 
They're going to be truly gold-blooded if they fucking sweep out, you know? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. And the final series in the Western Conference, we got the number four Dallas Mavericks versus the number five Utah Jazz. Malv, I was expecting this series to be my favorite, but there's no Luka. Right. But Jalen Brunson, he filled in admirably. He balled game two, 38 points. Series is tied 1-1. What are you looking forward to? Looking forward for Luka to play? Fuck. So the fucking Mavs can win. I say if there's no Luka, there's no win. And this is just another series where it shows us, like, health plays a huge factor. We have the main star. Honestly, I, I was going to give it to them in five if he was playing. But now they've, they've caught, they stole one, I would say. So I'm going to go at five, in five. Utah on five I, or I, Dallas on five? I, I want Utah on five now. A little bit of update on Luka Doncic. According to ESPN's website, Dallas Mavericks superstar Luka Doncic, quote, feeling good. And there's also optimism for him to return in Game 3 in Utah. They need him. <laughs> they need him. They need him to win this series. You're not going to win without him. I love Luka. He's one of my favorite players. But I think Utah can win this in six. Moving on to the Eastern Conference. The number one Miami Heat versus the number eight Atlanta Hawks. Jimmy Butler, he had a nice game too. Playoff career high, 45 points. Crazy three-pointer at the end. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I was mad at this one, but I'm glad the win came up to what I thought. Like, I didn't think the Hawks were going to win, but you said he made how many? Like, nine points within, like, three plays? Yeah, he had a dunk, a three-pointer, and another dunk all in the span of 56 seconds to put up Miami by 10 with 120 remaining. So, yeah, dude, like, we said it before, well, not really this year because Butler was doing bad all season. You know, his shooting was horrible, especially his three-point average. And it's just like, hey, this is a different beast now. This is a, taking my coffee hit. You know, I'm going to come through with the big head and just his country win. music and his yeah, coffee, right? Yeah, his C&C, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, like, I feel bad for Trey Young, bro, because, like, this is his time to shine like the other fucking youngings are doing. But he comes in with, what, 10 turnovers? Still had decent 25 points, but, like, when you're the leader – of a young squad, you can't be fucking committing these 10 fucking... You're, you're not Westbrook full. You can't be committing <laughs> these amount of turnovers, you know? Miami is leading the series 2-0. It's heading back to Atlanta for Game 3. Jimmy Butler and Trey Young, they got some beef going there. You saw that in Game 1. Uh, Jimmy Butler needs to come out and say, Yo, we're not Charlotte. We're not New York, bro. We don't get punked by Trey Young. This is Dade County. Uh, All right? That's hard. Yeah, that'd be sick, He right? has to, though. Well, he just did with this game. It's 45-point game. Oh, you I know? guess, yeah. His actions spoke louder than his words. But, you know, like you said, like, they better go fucking steal the first game from the Hawks and just shut them down. I have Miami in five. Same. I would give them still one to go steal just in, you know, just to be fair. A gentleman you know, sweep. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta could do it. They could do it. It's just like, do they have the ability right now to do it? Moving on to the number two seed Boston Celtics versus the number seven seed Brooklyn Nets. Now, this is my series for the first round, bro. I love it. It. What a game winner. What an ender. Come on, guys. This game was sick. Game one, yeah? It was too good. Jason Tatum with the spin move on Kyrie. At the buzzer, sick. Beautiful. He finishes with 31 points, but just that. Finishing it off with a steal from Marcus Smart, who... Defensive player of the year winner. There you go. That's what happens. Defense wins games, wins championships. And I don't know. It was just like a sick spin move. Like the Nets, they broke my heart. They lost this. Like, I still don't know who I want to win in this. Did like, you like Kyrie flipping off the fans? I loved it, fool. Getting fined 50K? I love it. Oh, fair in competition, okay? 
Leave Kyrie alone, all right? He has feelings, too. But, yeah, I saw that. Like, but fuck it. He was right, too, on that. Like, if people could talk shit, I feel you could talk it back. You know? And, like, this series, I don't want it to go to seven. My heart's not telling me seven. I'm thinking more six. And I still don't even know who to pick. Right now, I'm still going Nets. They barely lost it. And I'm telling you guys, they lost it. You guys watched the same game I did. You got two guys on fucking pure offensive mode. KD was a little bit off, but he's not going to be off multiple games in a row. Game two is scheduled for today. Uh, This recording will probably drop tomorrow, so game two will probably be in the books. What are you looking forward to in game two? Another close game, but Nets take the win. They got to. I have Celtics in seven for this series, Uh, and this is a really good one too. This is my favorite in the East. This is going to be good. You have the Kyrie drama where he was a Celtic, and that's why the fans are, like, booing him the most. But, you know, should they be mad, though? Because— Yes, he's a liar. He lied to them. Yeah, okay. He did lie to them. But the best season they had with Kyrie Irving as a Boston Celtic member, he wasn't even playing. It was Jason Tatum. It was Jalen Brown. They took LeBron James to Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. And and then, you know, his departure led to the emergence of all these youngsters, you know, blossoming. Yeah, he was their lucky charm. That's why they want him back. (laughs) I don't think he'd go back. Uh, no, never, never. He's never going back. But, like, this is going to be a good series. This is definitely one to watch in the East. And moving on to the number three Milwaukee Bucks versus the number six Chicago Bulls. We still haven't seen It was game close, two. though. Game one was close. Uh, they just couldn't hit a bucket at all in that fourth quarter. That, that you know, it was a lock on that bucket. Well, they went on a 13-0 run, but, like, it didn't finish. Like you said, like, you got to finish these games. And the Bucks, they're defending champs. Don't forget about me, yes? Right? <laughs> so, Don't you forget about me. Go back me. to Greece. <laughs> no, 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 no. I stay here. I win. I defend. But then even the Bucks, like Giannis, 27 points. And like now it looks like Brooke Lopez, Holiday, and Middleton are like kind of being even, you know? I want to take this. I want to be an ass and say four, but I'm going to say in five, two. Chicago could definitely steal one. I'll be courteous as well. I'll do gentleman sweep, uh, Milwaukee in five. But this next one, we ain't giving no courtesy. Sweep all day. I hope so. <laughs> the number four, Philadelphia 76ers, my team, versus the team that broke my heart with Kawhi Leonard. The number five, Toronto Raptors, with that bitch of a coach, stop, Nick Nurse. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Joe, heard, stop you, it. You heard that? He's saying, stop bitching. Yeah. That's, that's what Joel Embiid said to Nick Nurse. You love that press conference. Uh, you love that confidence. You love that three-pointer. This beast, Joel bro. Embiid, beast. bro. I think he's he's finally, you know, he, he he's, he's correcting his wrongs. He's matured enough, and he's he's ready. He's prepared to lead his team to at least the Eastern Conference Finals, in my he's, opinion. He's found that chip, man. He's found that chip. And I was like, you know, he has to redeem himself for losing to Kawhi. Yes, Kawhi's not on here. But just like the spirit of the team, while I'm watching it, I'm like, damn, the Raptors are just getting beat on. You know, like. I mean, Pascal Siakam and Freddie Van Fleet, they have championship experience. OG Ananobi, he's there too. The Raptors do have some good players. Um, but I just think, you know, Joel Embiid is just on a tear this season. He's on a mission. James Harden. It was all about Tyrese Maxey. Come on now. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right, Malv. It was. Tyrese Maxey, though, he had a crazy game one, dude, right? 38 points? 38 points, bro. 21 years old. Come on now. He's ready for this. And no lie, Harden has showed up, and, like, I'm still waiting for him to go Harden mode. And, like, when he does, he's going to fucking decimate the Raptors, bro. No offense to the Raptors, to the fans in the six. 
But I'm, I'm calling this one a sweep. 4-0. This one has to be it. I would want it to go at least five, but I do think a sweep for Philadelphia is, is likely in play. And that is our round one predictions. Favorite moment so far of the playoffs playing? Do you like Glue Girl? Glue the Bug. <laughs> Tape no, Girl? No, no, I, I like Chain Girl. Chain, <laughs> chain Girl. girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's going on with these fans, bro? Know, right? That's why Kyrie Irving's flipping them off, man. All fair is love and war, right? <laughs> All is fair in ball and war, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. This is the playoff edition of the injured list. We mentioned a couple of them earlier. Let's go ahead and just mention them one more time. Devin Booker, hamstring injury, out indefinitely. Luka Doncic, calf injury, optimism for Game 3. Scotty Barnes. Ooh, that was nasty too. He was a Rookie of the Year finalist. He got his foot, right? Pretty bad. And B just landed on it, bro. It was nasty. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit hurt, bro. Watching it hurt. Because when you play basketball, you know. Like, that that scared me more for, like, it's kind of like Joel Embiid would get the roll on the ankle, but he didn't. He's just so massive. He just smashed his other fool's ankle. He is listed day-to-day, Barnes is, with that ankle injury, but um, we'll see. He's doubtful for the next game. Another series, though, where they're missing a, a really good player is Clint Capella. Atlanta Hawks center, he, he got his knee injured pretty bad. His presence is definitely noticed. Like, his absence is noticed mm. when he's not there. Capella is out with that knee injury. Uh, he has restarted his strength exercise, and he will be reevaluated Friday. But, uh, yeah. Atlanta needs him if they want to win a game. You know, he's just he's just that long in the in the paint. Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson, it's still up in the air with that. We were mentioning a little bit earlier, Zion and the Pelican staff, they're disagreeing on his injury, a little bit like Kawhi and the Spurs a couple years back. And then Ben Simmons says he's feeling great, or, you know, there's optimism still there. Still not playing, though, right. right? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's going to do it for our injured list for the playoffs. Quickly, let's do some Lakers talk. They did not make the play-in tournament. They did not make the playoffs. This was probably one of the most disappointing seasons in recent memory. What were your highlights of the season, Malv? There's so few highlights to go through. I don't know. You know, I would say, obviously, Carmelo and LeBron going up the scoring list is, like, the nice. But the cream of the top or the cherry on top of it all was McClung's last dunk in the last game in the last seconds of this season. You know, just a highlight of what this year is all about. And hopefully next year, it's going to be full of wins and dunks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Lakers, they finished the regular season with a 33-49 and record. That was good for 11th place in the Western Conference. They finished 2-8 and their last 10 games. Frank Vogel was relieved of his duties when asked about his firing, quote, he wasn't told shit. Uh, Quinn Snyder, we were mentioning him earlier, he seems to me no longer interested in that Lakers head coaching vacancy because of the way they treated Frank Vogel. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. As for my moment, Malv, I would have to say it was late in the season against the Toronto Raptors at Toronto. We had Russell Westbrook with that steal, that three to tie the game, and then they get the win in overtime. Westbrook did have a triple-double that game. I was like, is Oni his only fair win? Yeah, and uh, that really did feel like, oh, okay, maybe they actually can turn it around. No. That was a lie. Right? <laughs> that was I a lie. I remember that. I remember there was like a three-game stretch with that. Like, oh, they're playing positive together. This is it. But yeah. I think that was just it all year. It's like, this is it. This is it. They're going to get it right. Never did. The switch never came on. What was your more disappointing season, this year or 2012, 2013? 
Well, that one's only bad because of Kobe's injury. You know, I would say that one is the worst. And I would just say this one is just to learn from, especially if we're going to have like the core three again next year, something's got to change and we got to, they got to hold to their guns next year. There's a, there's a lot of rumors out there. We had the Charlotte Hornets connected to Westbrook. We had the Indiana Pacers connected to Westbrook. Uh, I like that one a little bit better. Brody would be going to Indiana in exchange for Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald. Those are very, very solid pieces for a championship team. You don't want no scary Terry. <laughs> I think uh, Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward are a little bit uh, past their Old. prime. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, fellas. Is that it for Lakers talk? Well, I hope you guys are watching Winning Time on HBO because I, I think it's a hilarious portrayal on everybody. I don't take it too literal, but one of my favorite characters is Jerry West. And I think I relate to him and I understand him so much, but you know who doesn't like the portrayal of Jerry West? Jerry West. Jerry West, yes. yes. Magic Johnson doesn't like <laughs> you know, it either, right? But Jerry West just came out. He wanted like a public apology and, you know, for his portrayal on the show because it just makes him look like, to me, it's more sympathetic. It makes him look like a human being. It's like, I love you more, Jerry West, if I feel you're this tortured, you know? Like, you just, like, you're just The better. troubled soul, yes. Yeah, you know? But you guys should watch it. It's hilarious. That's the only real Laker news. Again, you said the rumors. Um, Speaking of Laker TV shows, My Name is Magic. Is that what it's called? Yeah, but they, I ain't got Apple TV. They call me Magic? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> call me by your magic. <laughs> 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 That's another docu-series centered around this Showtime-era Lakers team. Uh, and yes, let's end it on a positive note. Happy birthday, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar! Happy birthday! Diamond birthday. Never gets enough credit. All-time leading scorer. He is also a six-time champion. You know, he did it in college as well. Congratulations to the captain, bro. And another birthday shout-out. Happy birthday to Joey! Happy birthday! And I think that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. Playoff edition. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that. Feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. I hope everyone's watching the playoffs. Those are our games to watch. All the games. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're that good. But especially Boston the Nets tonight. That's what I'm going for. Mal, final thoughts? Round one is looking pretty nice. So, yeah, dude, just be safe out there while you're drinking your beers and watching your games. Yes. And one more thing. We hope everyone had a fun and safe Easter. And if you're going to Coachella, I'll see you there.